91.5 WKHS Wharton. When you think about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Senior Coordinator for MBRT Next Generation Scholars. Well, I am very delighted for today's guest. You might remember a previous show just a couple of weeks ago. We had another member from their team, uh, Kent County Economic and Tourism Development. And today we are welcoming Jonna Carter, who is a KCHS alumna and tourism manager at the Kent County Economic and Tourism Development. Still hard to add that. And tourism. It is. <laughs> I keep, I have to stop myself and be like, and tourism. <laughs> uh, well, welcome. Well, well, welcome back, right? You've been on the WKHS show radios before, yeah? I have, yes. Yeah. Um, when we were here doing the Radiothon, I think it was last year. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, welcome back. Love to have you here. And um, we want to kind of just dive into your role. So can you share more about your role with I'm going to say it right, Kent County Economic and Tourism Development. Sure. (laughs) I'm actually the tourism manager for Kent County Economic and Tourism Development. I've been in that role a little over three years, about three and a half years now. And um, basically what I do is I'm the marketing arm for the county as far as attracting visitors and visitation Mm -hmm. um, to the county. That's amazing. So what are some of like the kind of big things that you focus on or flagship programming? Um. Well, you know, we have a lot of events here in Kent County, so um, getting people to participate in our events, spreading the word um, outside of the local area on the state level and on the national level at times um, regarding the events that we're having, just the great outdoor recreation opportunities that we have here. Um, We're big with the arts. We're an A&E district uh, in Chestertown, Mm -hmm. and so just attracting different people to come and enjoy uh, Kent County. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite part? of Kent County what do you Uh, like most all of it all of it (laughs) (laughs) I have to say um I've gotten more into learning about history Mm. um I you know kind of really wasn't into that at first but we have a lot of history here in our county and just learning it it's always something new to uncover and to explore um and uh outdoor recreation of course sailing I love to be on a boat um sail um kayak anything on the water is wonderful yeah so you said you've been in this role for three years Um, where were you prior to this I actually worked at the hospital for some time Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, and then uh, transitioned into this role um, after that yeah Mm -hmm. well awesome well one of the things that I love about what we do on this show with each guest is kind of take this professional journey so we're going to journey back to high school right here at Kent County High School when you were a junior and a senior or you know either one what did you think you'd be getting into after high school um I have to say it's come full circle for me uh so my uh thought when I was in high school is I wanted to be uh in advertising okay and look at that yeah I know right and so um I took the long journey around but (laughs) I came full circle so I wanted to be my dream job at the time was to be in New York uh, working with a team thinking of all these creative ads and jingles yeah um you know and so I kind of like I said took a long path I was a marketing major when I went to college Mm -hmm. um 
and kind of got off that path a little bit, transitioned into business administration. And then I was, um, after I finished that, I went to a business school for about two years Mm -hmm. and was entered into their um, travel agency or their hospitality program. And I became a travel agent. So I did that for six years of my life and realized that I really love being in the tourism space. Yeah. And so trying to find a way to kind of marry up. I've always been outgoing, always been a people person, always been intrigued by people's stories and learning different things. And I I want to say that I'm somewhat creative as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when this opportunity came up, um, it was just a godsend. It was just like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing when that happens. And like you said, full circle. So don't give up, even if you think, you know, this might be a, and, and that's something, truthfully, of all the guests that we've had on our 70 plus shows, only one or two have been like, when I was five, I wanted to do this. And that is what I do. Most people were like, well, I thought about this. And then I discovered this opportunity over here. And somebody mentioned I might be good at this. And then I came back to this. So um, I love I love sharing that. And I think it's important for our, our students to hear and young people to hear like you do not have to have it all figured out. Right. It might, you know, opportunities might present themselves that you didn't even know existed. Absolutely. I, I'm a firm believer that everything that we do works for our good in the end. Yeah. Whether it doesn't feel good at the time, it's still working for your good. Yeah. And working for the betterment and improvement of you as an individual. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, okay. So you were a marketing major and then you got into into tourism. Um, what is it about tourism that, that sparks joy for you? What is it that you like the most? I think it's just... Um, seeing people enjoy uh what you know what you've had an ha- a hand in mm-hmm. right like so for us it's it's putting together an ad or a marketing campaign to kind of draw people here and then seeing the fruits of that i you know i went to the tea party this past weekend and i know we've done a lot of promotion because the tea party is was back after a few years yes. um and so just really letting people know that this festival is back and to come and and i have to say was really rewarded the amount of people that i saw you know just kind of eyeballing i know there were i would estimate over five thousand people that were here during the course of the weekend yeah um and it may be lowballing it but just seeing okay you've kind of put the word out maybe some of these people are here because of what you've done sure 100 percent. that's a fun feeling isn't yeah. it like you I, I attracted you for this reason now in your marketing campaigns how does radio play a part does radio play a part radio does play yeah, a part awesome. actually <laughs> um and we've had some promotion on i think uh I don't, I don't know if it's a sister station, but um, WXPN. Mm-hmm. And I know that they do have some airtime here with WKHS. Um, and really kind of getting the word out in that population and targeting kind of where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Based on kind of the feedback that we've heard from some of the towns is they look at certain um, geographic areas is where they pull their visitation. So we really try to concentrate in those markets mm-hmm. to get those visitors to the specific towns. Where what's like the farthest reach that you might have for an event like Tea Party? Like where where are you trying to get people interested from? Like the Philly area or Yeah, we've done a lot in Philadelphia. You know, New York is not outside of the reach for us. It's mm-hmm. easily drivable. Um I think people now are looking for places that are close by that they can drive to. Sure. So that has really been our campaign for the last couple of years, those drive markets, mm-hmm. um, which would be Northern Virginia, um, D C area easily. Um in Maryland, even points in Western Maryland. Um, 
you know, it's a three-hour ride, but it's still doable coming mm-hmm. here to the Eastern Shore. Uh, and then I've actually started down in the Virginia Beach area. I'm, I'm looking at that next because I think that that might be a viable yeah. market for us as well. Sure. Not that really not that far of a drive. No. Yeah. Up the Eastern Shore. So it's always that's fascinating to me. I love that's kind of the work when I was in um, <clears throat> in the admissions office. We just got into uh, all of these different campaigns. Like where do you where do you go? What pockets do you kind of dive into? So that's just like a personal interest of mine. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you for sure. <laughs> sharing that with me. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are what what are some of your projects right now or what's your focus right now with your with your position? So uh, right now we're looking ahead at the marketing strategy for um, FY23, which starts July 1 because we're on the state fiscal year. And so kind of looking at um, campaigns that are spread throughout the season, um, we're really heavy. uh, We have done promotion for the summer season now, which it's kind of hitting the market. Um, And then so we're looking at uh, fall, Mm -hmm. actually advertising. And I'm really trying to craft something to for winter because there are still things here to do in winter. Yeah. Eastern Neck is a great place to visit in the winter time if you haven't been there. No bugs. No, no bugs. <laughs> no but, bugs in the winter. But we actually have the tundra swans that come in oh, November yeah. and stay through until March. Mm-hmm. Um and just kind of going out on those bird walks. I did one last year. Yeah. I have to say, I thought I was a cold weather person, but the older I get, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost a popsicle when oh we got finished. But it was actually very interesting to do and to find people from all over that were um, coming to do those bird walks. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. I did a bird walk. Um, oh, gosh. It must have been up at Tuckahoe years and years ago. It was very cool. Very cool. It was an extra credit project for, for college. Yeah. To go on a Saturday morning at 7 a.m. It was cool. Yeah. In college, it was hard. <laughs> but I would do that now. I love that. I love it. So I one thing I noticed, and I don't know if you have a hand in this. I kind of talked about this with um, with Shallon a few weeks ago, but there just seems to be a lot of job openings right now. Do you have any, any play in that market with promoting the jobs or... Or is that not as much? Not as much. Okay. Um, but there, we did have uh, a job fair, virtual job fair. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, that yeah. actually was spearheaded by um, my counterparts in uh, Annapolis, visit okay. Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. But um, it was actually a coordinated effort. So I, I thought, you know, we've hear, we're hearing all the time that uh, our hospitality industry needs workers. Yeah. And so we thought it was an opportunity to kind of get involved in that. I'm hoping that it will be um, continued, that they're going to do this on a regular basis because we'd love to be a part. Um, but I think people um, don't really understand or not are aware of the opportunities in the hospitality industry. Mm-hmm. And you may start out as a frontline worker, as a server or hostess or something, or maybe a cook or, or something like that, or, or busting tables if you're a young person. But it can matriculate into something that could be um, a career path for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, um, one of the things, MBRT does this uh, summer program for graduated students, and we were at the Hyatt in um, Cambridge last year, and that was their big, their big push was, you know, hiring within hospitality, and um, their thing, which is similar to, uh, to Dixon here in Kent County, was like, we will hire for attitude, we'll train you for everything else, so Mm -hmm. if you will show up and you're, you know, ready to work, we'll, we'll teach you, and you'll, you know, you'll start at this entry level, but there's a lot of room for, for growth here, so, um, in moving into manager positions, is positions all of those things and they'll, they'll train you for it which I think is cool absolutely yeah absolutely and you could be the next person to find where there is um, a, 
a hole yeah. in the industry yeah. and you might be able to kind of craft something to fill that space. Yes. Yeah. That's something we're trying to encourage students now, not just asking like, so what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, I'm done with that question. It's more, what problems do you want to solve? What do you see that exists that, like you said, there's a hole? How how would you fix it? What's your what's your edge or your your creativity when it comes to solving a problem? Right. Yeah. I, I think the, the main thing that I would like to impart in a young person that's kind of starting out is really be true to who you are. Mm-hmm. Really kind of, um, it's a it's a journey. Right. And so uh, of self-discovery the entire time, I'm still, you know, after being out of high school for 35 years, I'm still really kind of discovering parts about me. Yeah. Um, You know, and and how do I fit that into my career at some times and and how do I just fit that in my life space Mm -hmm. sometimes? But I think innately um, people kind of have a sense of who they are. And I think the more you gravitate towards that, the more fulfilled you'll be yeah. in life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, something that um, this has sort of struck me, you speak so well. I imagine you write really well. Was that something that teachers always told you you were a good writer? <laughs> I think so. Um, you know, I, I can recall, and I laugh at it now, uh, and I don't advise anybody to do this, uh, what I'm about to say. I'm going to put that disclaimer oh, right no. out there right now. <laughs> do not try this at home. No, do not. So <laughs> I, I was in... Um, I guess it was a summer program. It might have been called Open Court at the time when I was in school. And so we had to do summer projects, book book projects. We had to read a book for the summer. Yeah. And so my mom was on me. I was not ever a big reader. Yeah. Um, so I'm more of a skimmer. And it, so I can like read in and it still kind of, I can remember a lot. And so I would had this book report that was done at the end of the summer of course I wanted to be outside like every other kid sure, in the summer enjoying it I didn't want to do a book report so this one particular year I had skimmed the book and I wrote this beautiful report my mom had read the book uh. and she read my report and she says you did not read this book uh oh uh oh <laughs> she says although the report is wonderful I really need you to go back and read this book. Oh my gosh. So needless to say, I had probably two weeks taken off of my summer where I actually completed it. And when I turned it in, you know, I got, of course, an A on it, A plus actually. Oh, and hey. the teacher's like, this is the most beautifully written report, oh. you know, but had I not had a mom to say, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're slacking a little bit. I know what your capability is, but you really need to be true to who you are. Um, and that I actually find myself kind of now like re- critiquing what other people are writing. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I, I, um, I do enjoy it. Yeah. And that's a part of really what I do on a, on a regular basis. A I'm, I'm writing now, yeah. um, as far as social media content, we have to create that. So yeah. that involves good writing, mm-hmm. um, and creative writing, uh, really kind of taking something and putting a spin on it that would be applicable to certain audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and then writing articles, we get a lot of um, editorial opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of writing the articles for that, trying to really, um, when I write, I really try to get people to visualize what I'm writing. So if you're talking about sailing, I use a lot of descriptive words that would make you feel like you're actually there yeah. and really want to come there and do that. 
So yeah. writing is a, a big part of what I do. Yeah, and that's something we try to encourage students to work on their skills, especially, you know, if they're not necessarily certain what their next step is or what they might be interested in. It's like, okay, let's look at your skill set. What what are you doing really well? What's something that you might be able to work on? What are the employable skills? What are people right. looking for yeah. that you can maybe work on? And I know writing is a big one, and they kind of roll their eyes, and I'm like, just wait, just wait. <laughs> it is. Writing is important. Yeah. Um, and just actually having people skills interaction Mm -hmm. you know um i have a 20 something and so a lot of times and i understand this generation everything is digital and your cell phones are very important to you (laughs) but you have to learn how to have that human interaction because people are looking for that as well yeah absolutely yeah that's important i want to kind of go in deep into that so uh, um the parent role in the process is something that we're always talking about when it comes to helping students figure out their next step because you know parents play a big part in in a student's life and can help them help guide them or help you know reassure them or you know whatever it might be so coming from that perspective what's something that you know you might say to a parent that has a kid that's interested in college for example like what you know what advice would you have for them or what's something that you were like I wish I would have known this when I started this process Mm. um I would say um the essay portion, get them to start early. Yeah. Uh, yes. Repeat that for the people in the y- back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, start early. Yeah. You know, and honestly, starting your sophomore year is not too early. Yes. Honestly, because you really want to have things to really enjoy your senior year. You don't want to be at the last minute mm-hmm. getting things. You don't want to be at the last minute searching for scholarships. Um, definitely that essay piece is very important. I would start writing that. You know, if you're a, a, a rising junior, I would actually really start this summer sure. in writing that. Um, you definitely want to get uh, your teachers involved because um, getting their uh, recommendations early um, in the process mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just realizing that when they do go off to college when they are 18, that they're really not an adult Mm -hmm. and they still need your guidance. Yeah. Um, I know a big thing for me when my daughter went to school is getting her to sign the FERPA form um, with financial aid, not just financial aid, but even academically Mm -hmm. to kind of, because you get counselors, but sometimes the counselors because of their load may not be able to devote as much time to you to kind of guide you through your path. And you really don't want to take courses that are not going to be beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So really having that parental guidance is still very important and you still need to have some oversight. Yeah. Um, if the, if you are a parent that may not have experienced uh, college firsthand, you know, reach out to someone that you know that may have gone to college and really kind of talk to them and say, mm-hmm. hey, listen, this is the first time I'm having to deal with this. Can you help me through this process as well? So even as a parent, having another parental mentor to kind of help guide you and your child Mm -hmm. through this process is beneficial as well. Yeah. And that's something that I've noticed um, working with students at Kent County High School. There are so many people that are willing to help the kids. There's so many people. I mean, not not just the recommendation letters, which there were many, and not only just for college, but for trade school, for uh, you know, letters of reference for a job, whatever it might be. Um, it, there's so many people willing to help. It's just that matter of saying, "Hey, I need something. I need help." Yeah, <laughs> and starting early. <laughs> yeah, starting early is yeah. it. Um, and and you know, 
and I guess just as a parental, just be your child's cheerleader. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're it's 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 going to be a challenge mm-hmm. for them, but it's it's a worthwhile challenge. It's something that's exciting, and I would say just enjoy the journey. If you're a a, a child just starting out, going into college, enjoy it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a small window. It's a small portion of your life you know four years it may seem like forever for you but that four years goes really quickly oh yeah and yeah. Then you're looking back on i'm coming up on my um 15 year college reunion soon and you're like that was that long ago and it seems like it was a very yeah i know it's wild yeah <laughs> i know i know i'm 15 nothing i got you chris i got you <laughs> right. he's over there making making faces at me i know <laughs> yeah i'm a baby compared to you i got it i got it <laughs> It's a long, but listen, when you tell the kids that they're like, whoa, that's most of my life. I know. My God. I just, it was so funny. You mentioned Shallon cause I, I looked at her before I came out and I said, Shallon, you know, when were you born? And she told me, I was like, oh my God, I graduated <laughs> high school when you were born. So it's been 35 years for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and we were talking about how the process is is different now than yeah. it was then yeah. for college and everything. Just a very, very different process. It is a different process. It's more competitive than it has been mm-hmm. um than it was when I when I went, right? But I, I I believe that if you start early you'll be prepared, even though if it is competitive. And then, you know, just no, I would say, um, my daughter referring back to her again when she was going through her process she had a number one school that she wanted to attend Mm -hmm. and she did not get into that Mm -hmm. school Mm -hmm. um and but she got into a great school and so now looking back on it she realizes that that was the best fit for her yeah so even though it may not seem like it's what you want at the time it will all work out for you and it may be the best experience that you've ever had yeah one of my mentors in the admissions world, her big thing was, because there's just all this like first choice backup, you know, safety school. Her thing was five top choice colleges. Pick five schools. They're all on the same level that you'd be very happy at. And that way you will, you know, whichever one you get into, if you don't get into one, you have those five that feel really, really good. Um, and I love that message because it does put a lot of pressure on on the kids, you know, picking up a, a top choice and not getting into that for whatever reason. And it might have nothing to do with the student it's just that college is looking for xyz that year you know they're looking for students yeah. that are heavy in chemistry and physics and that's just not your thing or whatever whatever they're trying to promote that year um so i like that I, that message of five first choice yeah i think that's a good smart yeah we we didn't have that in my house <laughs> Uh, you know, she only applied to three. Uh-huh. And that's uh, a nice manageable manageable number though. I have yeah. some students that'll do like twelve and I'm like, Can you name all of them? Yeah. <laughs> they cannot. <laughs> yeah. So she applied to three, was accepted into two. Yeah. Um the one that was given the most money she didn't go to. Of I have to say I was, little, I was a little disappointed in that. But I will say the one that she actually went to was the be- absolute best for her. I could not um have wished for a better experience for her yeah at the university that she chose yeah that's great that's awesome and it's fresh on my mind the parent role in the process because we're gearing up for our rising senior night and it's funny that you said starting early um initially the program was just for juniors right just to those students that were actually becoming a senior and then many sophomores reached out and said can i come and i was like i don't see why not I mean sure there might be some messaging that is like oh you know this summer start your application and you don't want to do that but everything else I mean 
it doesn't hurt to start thinking about it. No, it doesn't. You know, just and and because you need to really take a mental inventory of what you've done up until this point. Yes. Because they're looking for that as well. So something you may have done in early and middle school, you can actually put that in your essay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you've done any service learning, if you've volunteered anywhere, Mm -hmm. if you've had a part time job doing something, all of those skills is what make you who you are and you need to market who you are and you do that through your essay. Yeah, 100%. So one of the things that we like to help students with is that resume part, the presenting yourself. And I might just be calling you when we get to that point if you'd be interested in helping students with that. (laughs) I would. I've actually helped a few adults in my space kind of craft their resumes Yeah, and just say, you know, Something that you just that you don't even think of something random and you say, oh, no, that's a marketable skill. You yeah. need to add that yeah. into your resume. They don't realize what they've done. Even, you know, we'll, we'll start having I'll go into English classes and we'll have the conversation about resumes and they'll kind of help each other. And some of them will say, I, I've done nothing. And it's like, well, do you have younger siblings? Yeah. Do you babysit them? Yeah. Whoa. You're in charge of a human life like that. Somebody trusted you with that. That's a skill. It is. It's a managerial really? skill. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. You know, and even so much. I mean, I mean, we talk about, you know, my generation, the kids are always on social media, always on something. You know, if you're really proficient at TikTok, there are skill sets in that that I mean, you know, you could be an influencer. Yeah. You know, if you'd never thought about that or, or create content for people. Yeah. You know, or there's a market for you to be able to teach people how to use TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, or just whatever that is for you. Yeah. There's always something that's a marketable skill. You just have to really take an inventory. Yeah. Now, do you see what, one of the things when I, maybe just after I had left college or maybe a couple of years later, a big there was a big rise in social media management or social media managers and people were hiring for that reason, like young people to manage our Facebook or whatever it was. Do you still see a lot of jobs like that or not as much? I'm curious. Like, have you seen... I, yeah, I yeah. I think, you know, people are still looking for that because businesses, I actually just did a, a five-week course in TikTok. And oh, wow. It, it That's went, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it went through everything, right? It went through um, how to write the content. It talked about branding, you know, how to present a brand, um, really about the creative side of it. And it even talked about um, the music side of it, knowing what music is out there, copywriting. I mean, mm. it's just multi-layered um you would be surprised and so there are different spaces for different people and that space is i think going to blow up astronomically and i think this generation of kids is well prepared and suited to kind of fill that space yeah oh my gosh if we walk around telling them you could be (laughs) your job could be tiktok they oh they would love that (laughs) they would love that yeah it's true though i mean there i've seen some of the students you know pages and they're creative and you're Mm -hmm. like you came up with that concept and you you know executed it and look at the the lighting and look at the angles and the you know just the work of of filming it that's pretty cool and so many people have gone viral now and are yeah. being paid a lot yeah. to be able to to do this like uh, they had a um a, a sample of a girl who just basically was <laughs> videoing herself and fell over uh, something like a chair or something and this noise that she made and then you have all these music stars kind of crafting it into their yeah. TikTok space and she's like TikTok uh, famous now I guess yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> that's so funny 
That's so fun. So so I love that that you mentioned the course. So one of the things that I try to encourage students, and they're not thinking about it now, but when you're looking at, at jobs, what kind of professional development do they offer? Are you allowed to continue to build your skills while you're in that space? And Ab- I think that's important. Absolutely. Yeah. And you definitely want to seek out um, a position that's going to allow you to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's very important. It's important for you individually, and it's also important for the organization because that means you're moving the organization forward. You're you're encouraging your employees to kind of move forward and help move the organization forward. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, what's what's next for you? What are you what are you diving into this summer in terms of, of projects or what what are you? If you had a and this is like my favorite question that one of my um, bosses had posed to me a few years ago. If you had an unlimited budget, what would you do? Oh my god. <laughs> At the county? Yeah. That's wishful thinking. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll have a, a benefactor come in and just want to throw us a bunch of money. Never know. Um, just put it in the atmosphere, right? So yeah. maybe somebody out there is listening wants to do that. But um, if we had an unlimited windfall of money, I think I'd like to get into TV. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really think because the beauty of Kent County is seeing it. Yeah. I really think that, you know, getting into that space would be good um mm-hmm. if if we could get into that you know yeah yeah now do you ever um hire students or have any high school students work with you or would you ever consider like an internship or something uh, i think so we we actually have had some interns we've pulled from the college space though yeah for our interns not to say that um you know we couldn't use a high school student but i think because of some of the things that we do are a much higher level and a bigger demand that uh, a high school student may not be mm-hmm. as prepared to mm-hmm. fill that space for us. Um, but it's not to say that we may not consider that in the future, you know, as our department would grow, mm-hmm. that that might be something that we may look at in the future. Yeah. How can a high school student get involved in tourism and development in the county in any in any way? Um, I guess just at... Um, at the most basic level is um, you've lived here a good portion of your life, so you would be a great ambassador. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage like any high school student that may be interested in history, there's always opportunities to maybe volunteer at the Historical Society mm-hmm. to kind of help them do their research. Um, there may be some opportunities um, just uh, like leading a tour for instance, mm-hmm. you know, with 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 someone. Um, what about like a TikTok challenge? Yeah, yeah, I would love to get them involved in a TikTok challenge. Yeah, that'd be cool. And, and I will say, you know, I, I'm also doing some time as a um, working at the Y. Yeah. And so I know that in a couple of weeks, a lot of teenagers will probably be at the Y. Um, so uh, maybe you know and I'm the team coordinator there uh-huh. so maybe come and see me and maybe we can think about some things to kind of help you fill your summer with some fun yeah yeah, yeah. I love that yeah That's TikTok so challenge would be actually pretty great yeah you know right? might put that put, little nugget out there yeah there you go. <laughs> your best TikTok around Kent County yeah show and us show us like, your Kent County yes yeah yeah 
All right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, this has been fun, and I, I look forward to even more in the future. I'm definitely going to give you a call when it comes to having, you know, helping students with resumes. It's a big part of what we do. So I Absolutely. think you'd be great at that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for thank coming back for to the studio. Yeah, yes. Thank you. It was a awesome. pleasure. And we will be back next week with our final episode of this season. We're going to take a little break for the summer, and we'll be back in the fall. But our, our last show of the season will be next week. So until then, see ya. This is 90.5 WKHS Wharton, streaming at wkhsradio.org, community-connected student public radio.